Welcome to Dog Talk and Kitties Too. I'm Tracy Hotchner. I wrote the Dog Bible, Everything Your Dog Wants You to Know, as well as the Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. This episode features one of three guests who were part of my weekly hour-long NPR show broadcast over the air every Sunday on WLIW-FM 88.3, the only NPR station on Long Island where it has broadcast continuously for over 15 years. This show is about dogs, cats, and other creatures who share the planet with us. Please check out my other Pet Talk podcasts at tracyhotchnerpets.com. This show would not be possible without the longtime support of Waruva, the pet food company founded and privately run by David Foreman, who named it after his rescued kitties, Webster, Rudy, and Vanessa. Waruva is a quirky name for a company with whimsical names for the dozens of different cans and pouches of cat food they make. But what sets them apart is how serious David is about high-quality nutrition. They were the first pet food company to use human edible ingredients and process them in the same facilities that make human food, remaining privately owned and run, accountable only to their own high standards. This show is also made possible with the generous support of Dr. Elsie's, the privately owned litter and cat food company founded by Dr. Bruce Elsie a feline-only veterinarian. He personally created many styles of litter to make sure that even the fussiest cats would not have out-of-litter box problems, the number one reason people abandon their kitties. Dr. Elsie also created his own brand of cat food called Clean Protein, the first dry cat food I can recommend because it's based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival of which I am the founder and director along with the annual New York Dog Film Festival, which premiere in New York City every October and then travel the USA and Canada supporting local animal welfare groups. Go to dogfilmfestival.com and catfilmfestival.com to find out when we'll be where. It is a great pleasure to have Jeannie Salander back on the show. You heard her a few weeks ago talking about the Monroe, Monroe County Jail farm zoo that she created and runs underneath um, a prison in Key West with a lot of exotic animals and a few that aren't even exotic. But Jeannie turns out that 24 hours in a day, she doesn't need so few as 24. She can actually add on a few and she has her very own senior chihuahua rescue called River's Wish in Key West. Jeannie, I have no idea how you do all that you do on behalf of animals, <laughs> but it's mind-boggling and marvelous. And I, I want to know all about River's Wish so people in the Key West area or anywhere near can maybe, I don't know, do you do adoptions or are you purely a sanctuary? I am a sanctuary. Um, we do have an Italian greyhound right now that if someone wanted to give it a home, I would love that. But no one seems to want him, and oh. he is just running with the Chihuahua pack. But I know I specialize in Chihuahuas, so I was hoping someone who specialized in Italian greyhounds or had a special spot for Italian greyhounds would take him. But no takers thus far. Um, he's been with us over a year now, and he's 16 and blind and oh. fairly deaf. But oh my <laughs> he goodness. does great. <laughs> oh my God, but you're no, my... so big-hearted. That's so lovely. <laughs> well, I mean, I Doctor Doug can't Mater, leave him in the shelter. Doctor Doug, who introduced us, um, has a whippet who is yes. is getting up there in years, and he and I have both tried this fabulous new drug, Labrella. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't knock on his door. He probably knows about your Italian greyhound. Not that whippets and Italian greyhounds 
are the same, but they are similar. But mm-hmm. you were so good to take that pooch in, and he's having a good time with the chichis. He has a great life. I bought him a muffins halo, which goes around um, his. It's a harness that he wears, and then it has a halo that goes around his head so that he doesn't bump himself into the wall or anywhere that he's walking. He can um, ta- it taps the halo taps it before his head does. So it just may- gives him a little more confidence to walk around that he's not going to bonk his head into everything. That's so cool. I have seen the halo and thought. Well, it's a brilliant idea, but does everyone know about it? And people with blind dogs, are they aware of it? So it's kind of exciting to hear you talk about this because you have all your dogs are senior, but lots Mm -hmm. of people have dogs who get, I guess, macular degeneration and cataracts and glaucoma. They lose their sight. And Mm -hmm. the worry, I guess, with a dog with delicate skin, which would be a Chi-Chi or an Italian Greyhound, is that if they did bump into something, besides it being scary and then making them not have the confidence to move around, they could really hurt themselves. Right, and it just scares them, and it can scrape their little nose. Yeah, um, that's so cool. I think it's really helpful. All right, talk about how you became... Talk about (laughs) Yeah, talk about how you became the the, the senior chihuahua lady. That's quite amazing. (laughs) Well, I did not have a dog before and I never thought I wanted a dog. I have any other animal you could imagine because of my my little animal farm at the at the jail, but uh, about 10 years ago I went over to the shelter and I was picking up some goats that someone had surrendered. I was picking them up for the animal farm and I had seen this adorable little chihuahua on Facebook and they had advertised him and I just asked the shelter manager, hey, can I, can I see the one that y'all said looks like a Furby? And he said, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't really come out for anybody. And I went over, and he showed him to me. He came out, and he ran out to me and started playing and wagging his little butt. And he goes, oh, wow, he really likes you. You should take him home. And I said, when, in my spare time? <laughs> as you have alluded to. And uh, he said, yeah, you could probably take him to the farm. And I said, well, let me think about it. So I went home that night, spoke to my husband about it. We went to the shelter the next day, and my husband thought, well, you know, you have to go through all the paperwork, and it'll be a while. No, I know all these people. They know me. They handed him to me. We walked away with him. (laughs) Can I just say, Jeannie, I, not to say this in any disparaging way, but it's like, gee, that would be a brilliant thing for people in shelters to say. Somebody shows some interest and you say, you know, that dog doesn't like anybody, doesn't go to anybody. And then, of course, it goes to everybody. So it goes to the person who's interested. And the jailer, if you will, the jailer of the dog says, wow, that's amazing. He really likes you. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> yeah. that's not what happened. That's a great selling point. You know? yeah. And I'm like, oh, so, Jeannie became a sucker. And like, no, take him today. It's all yours. Yeah, yeah we got him. And um, he had some PTSD issues. He had double luxated patellas on both back legs. Oops. and. Um, He was a senior, and his owner had passed away, so that's kind of what gave me the special spot in my heart, and at the time, I never had a dog before, and I didn't know what I was doing. It was like taking home a new baby, and I was like, how much do you feed them? How do you know when they need to go out? And now here I am 10 years later. We just had his 10-year gotcha-versary for his gotcha day, Um, (laughs) and, you know, it's I have got... I've had almost 20 
senior chihuahuas now in the past 10 years, and wow. it just started happening because then I would go to the shelter, and they're like, oh, take this one, because it, it would be the ones nobody wanted. Of the course. chihuahuas in, in congestive heart failure that are 15 years old, nobody's going to adopt them. I mean, there are very few people that understand you know, that seniors need a home, too. They all want the puppies. So I've been a huge advocate for adopting the seniors, and it's all relative. You know, a seven-year-old golden retriever is relatively old yes. compared to a seven-year chihuahua, which could live 20 to 21 years. Yes. So um, I think I've really helped people to understand that. So many people have written me messages or come up to me and said, I adopted a senior because of you. Oh, Jeannie, me that's so tell great. You that. Yeah, I started River's Wish two years ago um, at the urging of Dr. Doug Mater. Nice. And not only been my friend, but my guru and my mentor for 20-something years. Um, And he was just so thrilled that I was doing this and said, you need to start your own nonprofit. Because for 10 years, my husband and I have been doing this with our own money. Because we always, well, we donated to the shelter every year. And we decided, okay, instead of donating, we're going to take the dogs and we'll spend our money to get their medications and their food and give them a great last end of life so we just started doing it and some of them i've had one for as little as two weeks i've had some for a few years but you know average a year year and a half maybe four or five months and that's the super hard part which a lot of people do not understand but i would rather give them the best last days than to see them die in the shelter you know and they come out of the shelter and they live longer than they would in the shelter I truly believe you know they'll say this one's probably got six months and then a year and a half later (laughs) they're still going strong you know so I think it really gives them a second wind when they're out of the shelter they're loved they're in a home Um, So I didn't start out being an adoption facility. I am a sanctuary. But if a dog comes along that would be adoptable or maybe could have a better situation, of course I want them to have the very, very best life. And and with the Italian Greyhound, I know there are people that that is their love, their heart dog. They love the Italian Greyhounds. And we do have several people here in Key West that have them that have actually spoken to me or reached out, but they're just not ready or equipped to take on a dog that's deaf and blind and 16 years old and not neutered. And, you know, he needs a belly band um, because he pees on everything because he's not neutered. So he's constantly marking. He's a lot of work. Yes. So, yes. Um, you know, he's going to be just fine. He, he, I have a friend that helps me with him. She loves him to death, but she doesn't have a yard. So she takes him several days a week and then I get him and he comes to the farm and plays with the other dogs. But being around the other dogs is so helpful to them and also being around the inmates because I do work at the jail and I do get to bring the dogs to work every day. Uh, People see me driving along. I have car seats in my Jeep for all the dogs and (laughs) they take pictures. They wave at me at the stoplight. You know, it's the cutest thing because... Chihuahuas are so tiny that I have those little baskets that hook on the headrest yes. so they can see out of the window because oh that's important God. when they're driving around to see the world. Yes. And so you see all these little heads sticking oh, up and gee. people just, uh, they love it. So I feel like I'm really 
making a difference in the in the senior dog world and not only for the senior dogs but for people and for the inmates as well that get to interact with my little dogs every day i have had um actually one inmate left and and adopted a chihuahua because oh he loved God. my chihuahuas that's um, so they cool talk about yeah, they talk about getting a senior dog, and they talk about, you know, oh, I have had pit bulls, but I never thought about how great these little chihuahuas are. And it's, you know, everybody thinks of them as these yippy little dogs, ankle biters. <laughs> and, um, a couple of them are, they're seniors, so they kind of lay around, but a couple of them are just the sweetest little things, and the inmates really enjoy seeing them every morning. So it's it's really come a long way. But in two years after Dr. Mater said, start your own 501c3 and I'm like sure I got nothing else to do (laughs) after about six months of paperwork I got my 501c3 he said people want to donate to you and I said no no I I always direct them to the SPCA donate to the SPCA you know they do the good work they take in the dogs and he's like no people want to donate to you they love what you're doing so now we do have regular donor yeah like I said he's been my mentor and my guru for years and years and he was absolutely right so um, we have donations coming in and I wish I could take more dogs I just right now don't have the room but part of the plan was also when I first started this is to help people with um, medical issues or people that go into a hospice situation or a rehab facility because of their health they can't take their dogs with them. And that's a lot right. of times the family members don't want them, especially if it's a yippy little chihuahua that's bonded to that one person. Yes. So I did just recently get one. Um, it's from the Safe Haven program at the SPCA where they will take a dog temporarily and hold it until the person gets out of the hospital or wow. out of the medical facility. And they called me and said, this is a crazy chihuahua. It needs to be out of the shelter. Um, And I said, would the lady like me to take it to visit? And they're like, oh, my gosh, she would love that. The daughter came to get him, but he was so crazy. We had to get out of his kennel. Wow. Yeah, chihuahuas are like that. They're very very protective of their person. Mm -hmm. So I scooped him up and brought him home and... I've had him about three months now, and he's started to bond with the pack, and I take him every Sunday to the rehab facility and visit her. Oh, my God. Um, And that is, like, part of my dream coming true to be able to do that. And there are just so many facets of this that I could do that, you know, take – Maybe I put we put money in a trust and set up in our will the places that our dogs would go if something were to happen to us. And not a lot of people think of that. So um, I try to talk to people about that. That maybe eventually I'll take people in, you know, put Rivers Wish in trust and put us down as where your dog will go if something were oh, to happen have, to you. I have great advice so, for you on that because there's a, a great woman in Maryland, Risa Simon, who has Leash's End, which is a sanctuary for senior dogs and cats. And she's mm-hmm. come up with a perpetuity form that her husband, her now ex-husband, who's a lawyer, had put together. I'll put you two together so you can use Wonderful. that same form. It's marvelous. It's just exactly what you want to do. It's so that people have a peace of mind now, whether they're 52 or 92, to know that mm-hmm. there's a safe and wonderful place for their, for their chi-chi to go. What you're doing is amazing. Oh, that's great that you have all that extra time on Sunday. Are you kidding me? You drive (laughs) this cuckoo dog? I take her on the way to work. I I take him to visit her on the way to work, and 
Um, That's you know, incredible. everybody sees me in, in my uniform and they're like, oh, there's Farmer Jeannie. You know, what are you doing here? <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Farmer Jeannie <laughs> is not wearing like overalls with hay sticking out of the pocket. Farmer Jeannie wears what looks like a prison guard uniform. But you know what? Yep. People know you and love you and appreciate you. I think that the outreach that you're doing and the face you're giving to the world is so fantastic and so inspiring to many people. Clearly, I mean, you. you have proof of it day after day. It's just it's just terrific. And yes, it does take forever to do the paperwork to have a true nonprofit. And you have to keep uh, records and you have to have a board of directors. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's yes. really, listen, do me one favor. Find some clever young or old person in your area who wants to make a short film about River's Wish. I would love to have it in the Dog <laughs> Film Festival. Just, just film you for a day going from home <laughs> to the car and the car seats to the farm to the inmates and back. We Please. have that. It's actually on my Facebook page. It is a video, a very well done video that shows me getting in, taking my dogs down the street for a walk. We get in the car. I put them in their baskets. I guess drive I mean, this, to is work. A, this is a spoiler alert to those of you that always come to the Dog Film Festival, which we hope to have in Key West and have River's Wish be the beneficiary. We're working on getting the Tropic Theater there to show the dog and cat film festivals. Well, I'm going to be in touch with you the minute we get off the air. And uh, I definitely want that film. I definitely, <laughs> that belongs right smack dab in the middle of the Dog oh, Film thank Festival. Jeannie, you. you are absolutely extraordinary. I know I am the last in line to tell you that. I'm sure you hear that many times a day. And you do it because it's what makes you happy. So few people can say, my life's dream was to drive a wackadoo chihuahua on Sundays to the PT <laughs> facility where its original owner is incar- incarcerated, if you will, and then go to the jail where I take care mm-hmm. of a crazy bunch of critters of every kind, slithering. and yep. You're great. Thank you for being here. Thanks for the great things you're doing for animals. And Thank, Thank you for creating you. River's Wish and to Dr. Doug Mater for seeing greatness in you and encouraging it. Thanks for being here. Thank, thank you so much. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the show. There were a few more special companies that make this show possible, and I hope you'll try their products because they support my mission to entertain you with valuable information and advice. This show is supported by Earth Animal, which is privately owned by Dr. Bob and Susan Goldstein, where they create holistic pet wellness products with an emphasis on their stewardship of the Pet Sustainability Coalition. Earth Animal makes a dazzling array of healing products for dogs and cats, as well as the innovative dog chew, No Hide, and the hybrid dry food, Wisdom, which is sometimes all that my picky Weimaraner Maisie will eat. The show is also brought to you in part by Evermore Pet Food, privately owned by two dedicated women who take human edible, ethically sourced ingredients to gently cook dog food that is then frozen in pouches and shipped right to your door. They founded and run their own company and answer to their own high standards without interference from venture capital investors. My dogs love it every single day.